Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is your customer service manager speaking. Thank you for flying with us today. I just have a few requests on behalf of the team on board today's flight. If you could listen carefully and please cooperate with the following. Can you please refrain from farting on this flight? We know that as soon as we take off, the air pressure makes you a lot more gassy, but I cannot tell you how unpleasant it is to work inside a pressurized cabin with 500 people's worth of fart. Next, if you are in an aisle or a window seat, my God, let the person in the middle have both armrests. They have to be squished between you two unpleasant people for 10 plus hours. And lastly, if you stand up as soon as we land, I will personally punch you in the throat. Even if the seatbelt sign goes off, just sit there a little longer because there is literally nowhere for you to go until I open that door and release your disgusting fart air to the crew on the air bridge, okay? Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your cooperation and have a pleasant flight. And welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. This is a podcast about nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess. My name's Maddie and I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Grace. Hello. We're back. We are back. It's only been a week for everyone else, but it's been a long time for us. Yeah, it's been three weeks. As per usual. Yeah, because I went away. You had to go on holiday. My God. How dare I? How dare you enjoy your life? Yeah, if you don't follow me, I hope maybe everyone does. I think it's safe to assume that people that are listening to this Why follow you. aren't you following me? How did you get here? I'd like to know. <laughs> My own <laughs> analytics. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, uh, you'll know that I have been in the States for the last three weeks. Um, I just got back last week. She's um, an American gal. American gal. I, I was over in New Jersey for a week because a web series that I produced a couple of years ago was nominated for an award. Funnily enough. Well, not funny. Did you win? I did We ask. did. Oh, my God. Stop. I never asked. We won. I'm so sorry. We won. We won. One most outstanding dramedy, which if you don't know what dramedy means, it means comedy and drama. <laughs> I thought you were just saying something funny. <laughs> no, it's a real word, dramedy. Um, oh. Yeah, and actually our editor, Alex, is in this show as well. Congratulations. It's a, it's a web series. It's actually like baby Maddie acting. If you want to go see blonde baby Maddie acting, I was like 22 in this series. You can find it on YouTube. It's called 30 The Series. Go watch it. Once again, that is 30 The, the series. series. Yeah, and it's about being in your 30s, <laughs> which funnily enough, I couldn't play one of the main characters when we filmed it because I was too young because mm. how could you make a show about women in their 30s and cast <laughs> a 22 year old <laughs> but now I'm almost 30 I could play a main character oh maybe do a round two <laughs> I think we're gonna put the series to sleep though I oh. think we've said goodbye it was too expensive and there was a lot of work that went into it with not that much payoff because you know we've just put it on YouTube and we we haven't really earned money yeah, from yeah. making it and so Trish and I the other producer and I and Trish was the writer who I was in New Jersey with mm. She kind of said that we've done two seasons. If we were going to do a third season, we really needed it to be picked up by a network, which that didn't happen. So we've just kind of said, oh, bye. It was a nice way to say goodbye to the series. Mm. So that's why I was in New Jersey with Trish. And Mm. then I met up with our mutual friend, City, who we talk about. We talk about her a lot. I know. Um, But we met up with our mutual friend, City, and we traveled to New York, New Orleans, Austin, Vegas, and then came home via L.A. 
So, so many places. It was nice to, I got to FaceTime you lots yes. while you were overseas. Yeah. And got to see lots of cool things. My favorite part food. was showing you the Vegas room. The Vegas room. In. How yeah. disgusting was that? <laughs> it was so, like, honestly, it was like porn had been filmed. <laughs> Those hotel rooms in this particular hotel was made for porn. But I think, like, as long as you can tell yourself that everything's sanitized, that's hilarious. Well, see, I don't know if I could tell myself yeah. that. There was a mirror. There was a mirror on the ceiling. The mirror was quite <laughs> funny. And, like, I like the fact that it wasn't just a mirror. Like, you had detailing on it. Yeah. So, like, you could. It's bougie you could sexy. Watch, yeah, you could watch yourself on a ceiling and be like, no, it's fine. I look gorgeous. This is, like, a grand angle for me. No, but, like, even the, the walls weren't wallpaper. It was, like, carpet or, like, tapestries hung. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it was like velvety, wasn't it? How do you clean that? <laughs> yeah, right. They're not. You're no, not. there was a table that was perfectly placed for people to do coke off. I know that there was coke <laughs> done on the table. We walked in and we were like, what is this? What but that's Vegas hell? for you. When you walk into the Vegas airport, there's pokey machines or slot machines in the airport. I think I think what's interesting about Vegas is that like, yeah, it's gambling like hyped up. And to everyone else other than Australians, they'll be like, oh my God, this is insane because you can't gamble in a lot of parts of America right. and like other countries in the world. It's just not a part of their life. Yes. And it's like illegal. But to Australians, it's like, it's just, why do you need a city dedicated to it? Because care. every place exactly. on the corner has a bogey's machine. Yeah. It's like kind of disgusting. Uh, yeah, it's awful. Um, but and it's just like, it's not special for us. No, it's not. It's not It's not as interesting as I think it would be if you like didn't have gambling as an option yeah. in your life or as readily available as we do it's here. It's like Disneyland. For for adults, I <laughs> for guess. the decrepit. Actually, I have to talk about tipping. <laughs> it if was a bit of an issue, wasn't oh it? Oh my god! If you've been following my story, you know that I like. Oh my god! It was such an issue. Which I've been to the states before. I understand that that's a big part of their culture, but it's gotten worse. Mm. It has gotten worse, and I think since COVID, maybe. So normally, or before this, and I'm I haven't been there a lot, so I don't know properly. But my last time traveling to the states, it was like kind of like expected that you pay fifteen. Yeah. And if they gave great service, you can give them more like 20, 25, 30% yeah, yeah. if you want to. Now it's kind of like minimum is 20. Mm. But you normally would only tip for like a service. So if yeah. you're having a sit down meal, obviously you're going to tip them. And even when I'm in Australia, if I'm having like a really fancy meal, I'll still tip. But it's yeah. not common in Australia to tip. It's not, no. It's no. not. But now with takeaway, like you order like at a at a fast food joint, they will turn the iPad at you and ask for a tip. Yeah. And I just, I know that they're not earning enough money. I yeah. know. And I just don't think it's the customer's job to pay their wage. No. And I think like, it's interesting. Another woman that I know was like also recently in America and she just came back and she was complaining about the same thing. And she was born and bred in America. She's moved yeah. to Australia like seven years ago. And she was saying like, if you go to the bar and you order a beer, you've got to tip someone when you buy the beer. Yep. But then someone else will take the lid off for you and you've got to tip them for taking the lid off. And it's like, why am I tipping you for doing this? Like, this is crazy. And I was like, when it's coming down to like those really minute things, it's just like, how do I plan for my day? Like money-wise, you know, I can look up a restaurant before I go out and be like, this is how much I'm going to spend on my food. And I don't have to worry about factoring in tips and I'm not very good at math. So it would really ruin me financially. You can't plan it. Yeah. The other thing though, also in America is when they advertise a price, they're not including tax as well. 
Yes, that's right. And also, I had an exchange rate to think about. Oh, so if you're if I was going out for dinner, it was like firstly, like the meal says it's thirty dollars. Then I have to think about the exchange rate. So, so actually, that's forty five dollars. But then I have to add tax onto that, and then I have to add a tip. Yeah, and it's like a burger cost me like eighty bucks. <laughs> My God, it's not even worth going no, anymore, is it? No. So I think yeah, it was an expensive holiday. <laughs> but I found out from a friend recently because she's from New Jersey that her sister got a job in a pizza shop, mm. and her way was zero dollars as in she got no money from the company sorry she earned only tips that's got to be illegal and I, america change your system do better you must like, be the land of the free there's I, nothing free about that i mean i've always loved america or the states because it's been romanticized for us in our media Absolutely. because we have a very u.s influenced media in australia and Definitely. i think a lot of countries do yeah so it's romanticized as being this magical place where yeah. dreams come true yeah, and yeah. you turn up and you're like hey this is a bit shit wait there's like a lot of unfairness around here that's crazy yeah, there's a lot of homelessness and yeah. nobody's earning a lot of money yeah What's going on? Yeah, the wage disparity between oh. like the top ten and the lowest sixty percent oh, of society. Yeah. It's like whoa. Yeah, but I had a great time. <laughs> it looked amazing. It sounded amazing. I did have a great time as a tourist. You're loving your life. I did. I loved my life. I only got um, I got sick a little bit in Austin, which was a bit of a shame because mm. I went to a music festival that I paid lots of money for, but I spent it in the Portaloo vomiting. To scissor. Yeah, scissor. Oh. The bass was kind of like, oh. was helping me clear my stomach. <laughs> yeah. The bass moving through that port loo <laughs> That was not fun. Oh, I think this would be so amazing live. I felt really I've bad. I've seen her live once. She's actually really – she's amazing. She's felt, wonderful. But see, like, SZA was the only one we really wanted to see. We yeah. Saw and then I had to make City leave early because I was I was wrecked. Yeah. And oh, she sounds didn't like you have, went up for it. She didn't have service, so I couldn't leave her there. Because mm. I was like, how are you going to get home? And yeah. I was like, City, you have to come home with me. I felt really bad. It happens. Yeah, no. There's always going to be another scissor moment. It was kind of the only reason we went to Austin, <laughs> that and to <laughs> try barbecue. But oh. Maybe scissor should come back out to Australia soon. Maybe. I'll. I mean, City, our mutual friend lives in Canada, but come to Australia, scissor. <laughs> well, thank Grace wants to see. Just for her. <laughs> I'm getting really nervous because The weekend and Doja are doing this tour at the moment <gasps> in America and they're doing like a little bit of Europe. They haven't announced an Asia Pacific tour side yet. Tour side? Uh, yeah. Tour dates. And I really want it. Yeah. And I just, every day I like put it out to the universe a little bit more. I'm like, come on, weekend. Come. They always do. Come on, Doja. Oh, no, we're very far away. We're very far away. But to see both of them at the same time would just really do wonders for me. I would you know, I would love that concert. I'm not really a music amazing. gal. I'm not normally like a concert gal, but those two I'd see. Oh, oh it would be amazing. Mm. Anyway, that's another call out. So, so, <laughs> come to Australia. Also, the Doja weekend, Doja. The weekend. Sounds great. Come to Come Australia. To Australia. <laughs> well, when I was traveling, every time I spoke to someone who would like ask ask me where I was from, they would also assume New Zealand or Britain, which I get the accents are similar. Yeah, yeah. But none of them had ever been here, and I was my 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 go to response was, "It's very far away. Yeah. <laughs> We're very far away." <laughs> and I think like Australia is really expensive, so like we feel like going to America is expensive, but we are expensive. But like we're way more expensive. We are. So like when they come over here, it's like I'm sorry, what? Yeah, but their like, exchange rates better. They get more money for their dollar. They get more money for their dollar, but like food is like way more expensive oh, here than yeah. it is over there. Yeah. So I feel oh. like as an American. Uh, not in the main cities. Really? No, I'd say that they're the same. Oh, yeah. So I always thought it was like way cheaper. No, it used to be. I mean, if you go into a fast food joint, like you yeah. can get a burger meal for like $10, but that's mm. the same as if you went to Macca's here. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at like fifteen dollars. But if you go into a restaurant, I would say that the like dollar values are the oh. same. Like um, twenty bucks for a pasta, this thirty dollars for a steak. Yeah. Oh my god, inflation. Oh, it's disgusting. Disgusting. It's disgusting. The rental price. Before we recorded this episode, we had a nice chat about the rental crisis oh. in Australia. Don't get me started. Do we have three hours? <laughs> it's terrible. It's hell. It's hell. <laughs> It's a, that's all I can say. I can't go into it. I'm trying to find a new place to rent. Aww. It's hell. I won't go into it. I'll cry. But I haven't asked. <laughs> I haven't asked you how you are yet. We've been talking about my travels. How are oh. you? How's the baby? The baby is popping. Yay! Because you've am. actually popped. Yes, I finally popped. Yay. Um, I'm like, no, I'm not like the woman that's like showing as much as other women, which I have to like just accept. But I am finally popping a little bit more, which is very that's exciting. exciting. I still kind of feel like I look like I've just been eating good. Uh, <laughs> but I know there's a baby in there, so that's all right. <laughs> and we got like a ultrasound done. I don't know if anyone's had a baby that's listening to this or if you haven't. You don't get as many ultrasounds as I actually thought. How many do you get? Uh, we've had two done, oh. like, a th- for the whole pregnancy for the moment. I think we might get one more. Oh, my gosh. Um, and we paid for an extra one just because, like, we wanted to get, like, a bit of a wellness check done on the baby. But if you just followed the public system, it's two to three that you would have oh, throughout I the whole pregnancy. I totally thought there was more. Yeah. I just always assumed that you would get, like, heaps of checkups. You do get to hear the heartbeat every time you, like, see your midwife. Okay. So that is a checkup in itself, but you don't get as many like ultrasounds. But in the last one that we got, we had the baby like sized and they checked like, you know, has it got all the toes? Has it got all the fingers? Has it got its spine? That's amazing. Yeah. And when my midwife was like explaining the ultrasound to me, everything was super healthy, which is great. But she was like, your baby's uh, testing quite large at the moment. And I was like, large? (laughs) I want a healthy child. Above all, but I don't want a large child. Does she mean large as in fat or as in no, just like physically large? Big. Like they they have like average weights and sizes right. for babies per week. That's gonna hurt. And girl. yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I have to deliver this child, and I would like my poor vagina. not a large baby. I want a regular size you baby. You can't change that though. No, it just is how it is. <laughs> and she did make the point to be like, you know, maybe this week they like grew more, and then like another week they won't grow as much, and they'll still end up being an average size baby. Yeah, and I won't have a large baby, but. The fear is there now and it was like a bit daunting to my partner and I when she looked at us and went, your baby's robust. (laughs) We were like, oh, what a great word to use. Robust. Robust. I have a question though. This is kind of related, but I found out because my cousin's fiance is pregnant at the moment as well, Mm. that they do this thing where they measure your belly from like the top down the center, right? And there's like a centimeter... Did, have they done this with you? No. So, like, if you're 29 weeks, oh. your belly should be 29 centimeters, right? But then I was like, I don't understand the logic for that because yeah. what if you are a bigger girl? Yeah, if what you're if larger. you're skinnier? Yeah, that yeah. doesn't make sense. How can you – where does it start? Like, right now, I, mm. maybe I have a longer torso. So, right yeah, now, yeah. like, not being pregnant, maybe my – stomach is longer or shorter than someone else's how can that be how can that still be the accurate way to measure a bump yeah that feels very like 1950s they don't do that they haven't measured measured your belly in that way no i am only just 26 weeks okay so maybe in three weeks they'll measure my i'll come back to you if they measure my belly but apparently it's like 26 weeks should be 26 centimeters and i was like that had i should test this at home that doesn't make sense to me (laughs) no it doesn't how the pregnant body knows that i'm that it has to be the same but do you know what always messes me up and it is real? 
that the the length between like your wrist and your elbow is, your is the length of your foot. Yeah, <laughs> and it's real. It actually is. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Yeah, proportions. This- proportions exist. No, no, I think it's wrong. <laughs> Who figured that out? Who was just like, hmm, hmm? And you know, obviously, if you're Michael Phelps and you have like that ridiculous wingspan, you're not gonna have that happen. His feet probably are like have lots of extra space <laughs> on his arms. But, yeah, I just think that's crazy. The that body's crazy. crazy. It is crazy. It it's is. a wild, wacky place. Oh. Anyway. Anyway. Moving <laughs> on. Moving on. Back to travel, I guess, because that's what we're talking about today. I don't really have much else to add other than to maybe share some people's stories. Yeah. I, I will share that I did set up some dates while I was away, but I didn't go on any of them. Didn't you? I thought that you – No. I FaceTimed you at one point and you were going to go to a date yeah, I was that getting, night. I was ready, getting ready to go. It's because – Don't um, say they cancelled. No, I cancelled on that. Oh, all right. That's fine. No, they, and they were very attractive. Why did you cancel? Oh, no, I have another story to tell after this. Okay, sorry. Okay. No, I know what to talk about. Got it. I'm good at podcasting. <laughs> um, so, yes, didn't go on the dates only because I'm in a stage of my single life now where I don't want to have random hookups. Okay. Also because I'm in a strange city. <laughs> I'm in a strange city that I don't know. I don't know anyone else there. I'm a woman. It's dangerous, especially because they were in New York City. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And there were just a lot of finance bros. Yeah, it's all no, Wall Street. That is actually people. so American. So I actually did have a date set up with a finance guy in the financial district of New York, and I was like, I don't want to date this guy. <laughs> Fuck off! I don't want to meet you. So I cancelled all of them. Yeah, and-, and from what I see and like gather from TikTok, finance bros like don't have anything interesting to say. I just don't think we'd have anything in common because I'm a creative little TikTok Busy girl. <laughs> TikTok, I'm a TikToker, <laughs> and they're like making the big dosh on the Wall Street, and I'd be like, I don't understand stocks. That's amazing. So what are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. I can talk about like you know a new Lizzo dance, and you can yeah. talk about stock <laughs> levels of fuck knows what. But I think as well, like from yeah, again from what I gather from TikTok, my main source, <laughs> um, I like finance pros like want like their pretty little. Thing, like you know little gal to be with them yeah. and the idea is that like they don't really want to have conversation they just want to have like cutie pie there that just listens to them talk about them got it that's not me not mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you're interesting oh, you know you have things you. to say i do yeah yeah i have a podcast for it <laughs> <laughs> just link him the podcast the other story i have to tell you about my trip away mm. is um i got into soho house Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't know what Soho House is, <laughs> this is like an exclusive club for like famous people, celebrities, like, you know, f- famous people. And there's one in New York, one in London. I don't know if there's any others, but mm. you ki- kind of have to be like vetted or like approved before mm. you're allowed into this. And City and I were walking down this street and we saw this bouncer and we mm. were like, what's this? Because we we're a bit drunk. Where are you? What's this club? And they're like, oh, it's Soho House. And I'd heard about it from a friend who lives in London. And I was like, oh, Oh my god, I'm actually really embarrassed to share this because I um I have a TikTok account with so many followers. So I was like, I'm a famous TikToker. Can I get in? <laughs> and they were like, what? And he kind of humored me for a little bit and I showed him my TikTok account and he yeah. was like, okay, TikToker, piss off. Oh. <laughs> so we didn't get in. Okay. But then we were walking away and this other guy was walking towards Soho House and we were like, Are you a member of Soho House? He's like, Yeah. We're like, Can we come in with you? And he let us in. Wow. In. And I pretended like I was meant to be there because I'm famous enough, it's but I wasn't. I am a TikToker. He's this really big photographer. He photographs big people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Stay in contact. So, yeah. Uh, we followed each other. Maybe he unfollowed me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am just a nobody. But we got in. It was a little bit dull. It was yeah. just like 
this very bougie lounge place. But in my um, kind of like, I don't know, City was just this hype girl that night. She was just yeah, making yeah. me feel things that, Maddie, you're a star. <laughs> it was so funny. And I was just like, I am. So I downloaded the celebrity dating app, Raya. Oh, my God. Did they allow you on it? You have to be approved. Yeah. Um. So you apply and then they're just like, we'll get back to you. I got a notification a couple of days later. I'd forgotten about it because mm-hmm. I was drunk mm-hmm. when I did it. I got a notification a couple of days later that I'm on their wait list. Oh, okay. That's so good. So it's not a no. You weren't completely denied. It's not a no, yeah. but it's like you're maybe like a D-list celebrity. <laughs> no, you're like a, a we'll get back to you. D-list celebrity, <laughs> not a celebrity. But yeah, maybe I'll get on the dating app, celebrity dating app. Oh my God. No, because that's like, um, again, from TikTok. <laughs> um, I always think it's, it's a reliable source. When you're making, like when they're making fun of like the LA girl. Yeah. Um, the LA girl is always talking about the fact that she's on Raya. Yeah. And like the celebrities that she's talking to on Raya. Yeah. That's like the thing i'm curious to know what it's like in sydney though because i feel like it's location based right who's on it here so surely what's going on let me on yeah (laughs) why am i not in yet excuse me so i'll keep you up to date if i get in i probably won't i probably won't because i'm just a nobody but australia doesn't have a large celebrity network that's why i'm like guys let me in football players i feel like although i keep requesting verification from instagram and they just keep ignoring me so They're like, later, later, Guys, later, don't come worry. On, come on, come on. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have to talk about my trip. Anything embarrassing happen? Not really, except for vomiting in the portaloo. Yeah. No. I got recognised by some people. That's That cool. was really special. And some people were taking photos of me, like with me, which was, yeah. that's never happened before. So that was pretty cool. Very cool. I made eye contact with this girl in, in Times Square and mm. we just like made eye contact for a little bit too long that I was like, she knows she follows me. I know her. And then I got a DM in my Instagram being like, hey, I saw you in Times Square, but I was too afraid to say something. And I was like, were we the ones that locked eyes? She's like, yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. I see you. And I you see, see you. Yeah, it was fun. That's really fun. So it was really cool because I do have a very um, large American following. Yeah. They love you over there. Special. I don't know why. What is it about me? I don't know. So relatable. You're an all-American gal, apparently. I am an all-American gal. <laughs> I did your a, auburn I, hair. I filmed a sketch today in American accent, um, actually. Oh, did so you? I'll release that later. Yeah. Um, did you film anything with City? No, but she is the voice of the one where I'm doing, like, modelling, where she's a photographer. Hi, I'm a street photographer. Can oh, I take photos? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's City's voice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. She's made it. <laughs> she's on there. Shall we move on? Yes, we now it's time for a segment called Tell Me About It. This is a segment where I do a call out on my Instagram for some stories from my followers and I read out the best ones. This week I asked them to tell me about their travel horror stories. There's got to be lots out there. I got a lot. I did get kind of two types of stories. I got kind mm. of stories in countries and then I got stories about the actual traveling part on a plane or yeah, at an right. airport. And I chose to focus on that just because it's more universal. Yeah. Um, and maybe another time I'll share some of the traveling ones because yeah. it was so broad. There's like lots that can go wrong yeah. when you're traveling. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I was on holiday with my boyfriend in Miami and we had a late flight back to the UK. We had spent the day on the beach and were hoping to shower when we were in the airport lounges. All of the lounges were fully booked, so we weren't able to get a shower. But we were so gross and sweaty for the beach and from the sun that we really wanted a shower. We found a disabled toilet locked the door and lathered up as best as we could using the sink soap. <laughs> But someone tried opening the door. 
We shouted that it was busy and clearly someone was needing to use the toilet. Um, and I don't know if you know this about disabled toilets. Like if you're in there and you're not disabled, you get in a lot of trouble. Oh, my God. Airport security opened the door, unlocking it from the outside because there was no, a no, disabled no. person in a wheelchair no, 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 needing no, to no. use the toilet. No, 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 no. Myself and my boyfriend were fully <laughs> naked, lathering up, me washing my boobs and my boyfriend with his leg up on the toilet. <laughs> This is my worst nightmare when I use a disabled toilet. When I do the wrong thing and I go in there, I'm like, oh, my God, if there is a disabled person outside waiting for me, I do not know how I will recover from the no, shame. No, no. I know because you're not meant to be using it, but sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to. You know, it's like sometimes you need that space and I don't I, – I get it. But, like, to be lathered <laughs> and naked. Also, like, I've never and- showered like that in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like I've done a baby wipe shower where you wipe your yeah. kits and you you just use a baby wipe. Yeah, yeah. But to yeah. fully, I don't even fully lather in my shower. <laughs> Actually, I'm getting to the point now where um, it's I can't wash my feet anymore because oh. it's like to bend over for that long and like to my feet. I'm like, oh, this is getting painful. <laughs> That's kind of cute. Yeah. So I used to I used to wash my feet every day that I would wash. I would, every day I would wash the shower. Every day I would wash myself. I would wash my feet. Wow. And now I think it's gonna get to like every few days I'll be like. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas, come wash Can my you feet. Wash my feet. It's very religious of you. You know, they washed Jesus' feet before he died on the cross. <laughs> I am Jesus, and it's like you're Mary with your your. Now you're the mother yeah, yeah. of Jesus with and your baby. I'm I'm a virgin. I've never had sex before. <laughs> Dad, if you're listening, <laughs> I feel like every other podcast episode has proven that wrong. All right, well, let me have my moment. <laughs> I'm a virgin. It's the immaculate conception, right? <laughs> let it be, let it be. Sure. Even Mary, that I don't think that was an immaculate conception. Let's be honest, Mary. Um, but yeah, that was trauma. I would die. I yeah. would actually die. I say that a lot about these stories. <laughs> die. But that's really up there. Okay. I have some shorter ones for you. You ready? Mm-hmm. Some of them are like just odd that I just found hilarious. Like they're not – like actually I have to say I had to – a lot of it was about vomit and poo. On on planes, <laughs> which is awfully like it's trauma, but it's uh, so universal that everyone shits. Somebody's shat themselves or sat next to somebody who's shat themselves on a plane. Do you think we attract it? I feel like if you talk about pooing a lot and vomiting a lot, which I do, I know you do. Yeah, maybe you just like attract we are, people. We are attracting the stories about yeah. vomit and poo. That maybe people are just like Maddie and Grace really want vomit and poo stories, so I have to give them the only plane story it. that's yeah. about poo or vomit. Yeah, they get it. They do get it. The girls that get it, get it. Okay, this one's not about vomit or poo. Okay. <laughs> I okay, once well, was. <laughs> this one I just don't understand. I once was the only passenger on a seven four seven from Amsterdam to Toronto. That's bouge. How? Why did they not cancel that flight? Like, I'm like gra- surely I'm you grateful, would cancel it. I'm grateful that, like, f- that how good that they f- flew you. But yeah. you, did they have a whole crew? Would you Would you walk around like filming yourself like Kim K? you like, <laughs> hey guys, this is my new private jet. Where, where would you sit? Would they upgrade? Would you have to sit in economy if you had an economy? <laughs> would they not upgrade not. you to first? Come on. Surely not. The plane would be full of the first class food anyway. Yeah. As if they would. What if they You didn't? just make friends. You make friends with the air hostess. Did all four of them do the <laughs> demonstration for you? Or did they just come and speak to you? Yeah. Like it just, I'm just so curious about this experience. I feel like, I feel like it's a win when you don't get one person next to you. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're like, yeah. I once got like, uh, I, when I was flying from Sydney to LA, 
I got the whole middle row is where I was sitting and no one was on either side of me. Yeah. So I had four seats to myself. It was like a full plane. Did you lie down? I lay down. I used and abused it and I used all their blankets and everything. You built a fort. Yeah. And I was already like, I'm in my private little moment (laughs) with my four seats. I don't know what I would do with a whole plane. I I think I would get drunk on power. (laughs) (laughs) It absolutely would. Egotistical. I would definitely get egotistical. Absolutely, yeah. But I would also demand first class. Yeah, yeah. I'd try and sneak my way in. What are you trying to hide from Definitely. Silly. Maybe you just fly in the cockpit because that's like they wouldn't even have to do their announcements, the pilots. No, they can just come out. Come on in. Okay. A couple behind us on the plane on the start of their holiday broke up because she found out he cheated. At the start of the holiday. Ah! I heard this a lot. A lot of couples breaking up on the plane. Where do you go? You're stuck in that Where cabin. But also amazing for everyone else around. I love the drama. Love listening in. I once listened to a couple break up at the pub and oh, I I was with my friends. I have no idea what they said all night. I was like, shut the fuck up. I'm not this couple's breaking you. up. <laughs> I need to know. I need to be listening at yeah. all times. Like I get it on the end of your trip because like you're fed up. You're over but it. But the start of your trip. But I also feel like you constantly hear about people that break up within like the first week of traveling well it does you learn a lot about traveling with people i learn a lot about city that i (laughs) (laughs) I, she's a picky eater i didn't know that (laughs) now i know like if you haven't if you haven't lived with your partner Mm. travel with them first and you'll get a real taste of who they really are i mean this guy cheated but you do learn a lot about your partner when you're traveling but i also wonder like going back to this story how the fuck did it come out Oh. he cheated. Do you think he chose that timing? I mean, Did she have an timing. inkling and she brought it out? I mean, if, it, if that was the time that he chose to bring it up, that's poor timing on his part. If she brought it up, then that's poor timing <laughs> on her part. Yeah, Choose like, your moments. Yeah. You're about to go on a battle. You've ruined it for both of you. Why don't you just pretend it didn't happen for the three weeks that you're going away and then break up with him on the plane home? Yeah. Make like, him pay for the whole trip and then be like, fuck you. Think, yeah, think about your time. And how you're going to be using it. Like, you, no matter what you have to be overseas, you can either, like, be sad in your hometown or you can be sad on holiday. Be sad and in your home. hometown. You're going to be anyway. You get the holiday yeah. blues. Use the holiday. But it would have been so great to overhear that. Oh, I would have loved it. The couple that I saw breaking up, no lie, like a few weeks later, I saw them together at a train station and I was like, how? No way. You got back together. You guys are not made for each other. And I had so many opinions about this like random couple. But I need to know. And it was like the best breakup. It was, it was like juicy this, movie scene. Like, yeah, it was like this woman. And she would be like, you do this, you do this, you do this. And like the guy just like wasn't saying anything, right? Like he would just be like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like really, really, really non-confrontational. Like it doesn't want to like rile her up anymore. Yeah. And then... Maybe like every few minutes she would say something and he would like slightly fight it and he she'd be like, you always leave the toilet lit up or something. And he'd be like, she always oh, well, you know, it's not that bad. And I ask you to not leave towels on the floor and you do that. And that really bugs me. And she would start bawling her eyes oh, out. Like, you God. said that wasn't a problem. And he'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. And they did that. Like numerous times while I was at the pub. So she could fire shots, but then she couldn't take them. No, she was manipulative. Ooh. And so when I saw them hanging out. You're like, dude. You got to get out, my man. <laughs> get out. 
Yeah, but that's the thing with girls. They save that stuff. They yeah. have ammo. Like if you yeah. want to start, like you've got one point, they've already got 10 <laughs> to counter that one point. So you better come prepared to fight. <laughs> Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> Good luck, sir. All right, next one. A lady had three bags, including one bag with 12 donuts in it. She was told that she was only allowed two bags, so she ate all 12 donuts before boarding. <laughs> Good yes. on you, girls. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Don't throw it out. Like I can't believe they classified your bag of donuts as, as a bag. bag. That's so know? Betty. Maybe they secretly wanted a donut. <laughs> Maybe they're like, you're gonna share. Or they like did a bet, like fifty bucks she's gonna eat them. Yeah. I would eat out. them. I would I would feel disgustingly <laughs> sick, but good. Yeah, but also imagine if you were the passenger sitting next to her <laughs> after watching her do that, be like the farts. Where's that going? The yeah. donut farts. I get really gassy on a plane. Actually, I have a funny story about gas on a plane. Because for some reason, I don't know what it is, and I don't yeah. know if this is a universal thing, but as soon as you're on a plane, I'm farting the whole way. You're out there. I was once in between two people in the middle seat and I had my headphones in and I was watching my movie and I was farting away because I, uh, my farts are silent and then they don't often smell. And they didn't smell. Okay, they didn't right. smell while we were there. So I was just like happy, happily going. Maybe and then the meal service, the food service came. So I took my headphones off to order and I let one rip again. And it was the loudest fart <laughs> I have ever done in my life. And I realized that while I was farting away with these two guys who were not wearing headphones, <laughs> that I was ripping the loudest farts on this plane. <laughs> oh, were they looking at you? No. 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 So it may, hopefully they were just ignoring it. I would have ignored it. <laughs> yeah. It's the polite thing to yeah. But also, like, I feel like, don't can't you tell when it's going to be silent or when it's going to make noise? Like, I feel like I because know. Because mine are always silent. They're always silent. Except on a plane, apparently. <laughs> That's when they want to make their debut. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's loud. The, the ter- Like, you know, the air, you know, the sound in the plane's too loud. Mm, so we have to make mm. ourselves known. <laughs> They're like the middle child of the family. They're like, I'm here. This is the only time where they feel like they could get recognized. You know, like <laughs> other people are around. They're not going to be moving anytime soon. Like, yeah. you will hear me. You will smell me. <laughs> I will be remembered. Okay, we should move on. (laughs) Next one. Somebody died on the plane and they carried the body right past me. So I was discussing this actually recently. (laughs) Oh, yeah? My stepmom was on a plane with uh, someone that died (gasps) to Vietnam um, with my little siblings. And it was like really fine. They didn't see the body or anything. It just like her biggest... um, like issue with it was it took longer to get off the plane right because <laughs> he had to get off That's the so dead funny guy had to get off the plane first like, it's really expensive to ship bodies back to home really yes yeah, so expensive like i unfortunately knew of someone that like passed away on a holiday oh. and it was going to cost like i i'm fairly certain if i remember correctly like tens of thousands of dollars to ship the body back so if if i died on a plane you best believe I want you to send me back to Australia for free. Yeah. Like, do, can you turn that just plane around? It, yeah, like, turn it around or just keep me in my seat. Yeah, make I'll, it like a Bernie's weekend. Buy, yeah. Uh, just put, put a sun, sheet over yeah. me. <laughs> put some sunglasses on my face. Because I don't want to be shipped back. And I don't I'm, want to make my family pay that money. That's ridiculous. Um. Okay. I had the copper IUD for a few years and it would always show up on the airport scanner. Is that a thing? I didn't know that. Like, it, how do you explain that to them? I yeah, you're like, just like, going to go, are you Yeah, but they probably would feel you. Actually, I saw a TikTok yesterday where there was this policeman who was, like, feeling a guy and there was, like, a lump in his, like, leg. And he's like, what's this? And the guy's like, that's my penis. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he 
He was just like grabbing the penis like this, like squeezing it, being like, "What's the, what's this in your pocket, sir?" Was My it hard? dick. Well, I th- no, but I think that he tucked it to the side, oh. so it was kind of like maybe he's like John Hamm, like really packing. Yeah, he was packing. It looks like he was. Maybe he liked it. Oh. Um, similarly, the airport in Papua New Guinea, I went through it, and the metal detector wasn't even plugged in. <laughs> They don't care. <laughs> that is the most Baba New Guinea energy. <laughs> I feel like I feel like for Baba New Guinea, it's like oh, like some other country bought us this airport security after nine eleven. I don't care. Oh, we don't care. It's fine. Come on through. We won't plug it in. They probably did it on 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 purpose. <laughs> um, I made out with the guy sitting next to me on the plane who I just met. I don't understand this. But isn't that every girl's dream to like fall in love on a plane? It is, but I think that you you tend to feel like people are hotter on a plane because they're all that's available. To yeah, you. yeah, absolutely. People become you want to fit. You want to fit the romance story. It's like if you have a fling while you're on holiday, they're probably not the be all and end all. But you really want to go home saying you had a fling while yeah. you're on holiday, so you make it work. I really should have gone on that date with that finance bro. Well, just tell people you did. Okay, just everybody. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're re-recording now. I went on the date. It was amazing. <laughs> I don't understand people who make out on a plane, especially with a stranger. Also, like, what well, everyone if, else is watching. Yeah, like, what if they're a really bad kisser? And then you kind of like, if you wanted to move further than that, you, yeah, nah, there's but, nowhere to go. You're not yeah. joining the Mile High Club. No, or you're not going to give them a wristy under the blanket, oh. are you? Please don't be that person. And like, yeah, like, what if it's like a 14 hour flight? You start making out like three hours. Oh in. yeah. So you've got what, like, 11 hours yeah. where like you either just like a cuddling and you're acting like a married couple yeah. and you don't know each other. Maybe you're like, hey, I'm going to have a nap and maybe watch a movie. But after the next meal service, should we... Let's get back to this. Let's get, let's get yeah. back to here, okay? Let's pause it. <laughs> so silly. Um, somebody dropped their contact lens in the aisle and picked it up and put it back in. Oh, no. Planes are dirty. That's disgusting. Don't do that. Do you know how many legs they've probably done in, like, the one day? Like, the, <gasps> the, the, the flight? If you're doing, like, a Sydney to Melbourne... That plane is getting used and abused all day and it's not getting vacuumed until the next. I just – also people that go to the bathroom barefoot, I, there's we on that floor. You yeah, I, I definitely have been known to walk barefoot on the plane, when but I, was, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I think you're right. When I was younger, yes. Yeah. But um, not now. I will wear my with shoes. With age, I think it does make sense yes. that you should wear shoes. You're like, there's we on this floor. There definitely would be. People don't know how to aim. Planes are gross. Don't put that contact They're actually very, very gross. And I think COVID really highlighted that because it's like when you realise how many people get COVID from a plane, it's like all the recycled air and it's just like, right. So, like, I could sit in a restaurant that has no windows open and and I wouldn't get COVID, Mm. but in a plane for an hour, I'm going to get COVID if someone 20 feet away from me has COVID. Yeah. That is is gross. No. And I no, maybe yeah. I should just wear a mask at all times when I'm on the plane. Well, yeah, it's no longer required. Yeah. But that I think I did it in my sketch earlier about the um the air that comes out. I think it's true. Like when they open that air, they have to like stand back <laughs> to let that air cuz it just stinks. But we're all yeah. just sitting in it and that's yeah. covid air too. Disgusting. Oh, it's just covid. <laughs> it's just covid. Just okay. a wave. A few more. <laughs> a fancy business guy was cutting his toenails. At the airport <laughs> wow that's disgusting like he's in a suit but he's cutting his toenails don't do that at the airport it's disgusting wait until you're at the hotel that's disgusting why at this moment before getting on the flight do you feel the need to cut your toenails so only i feel like only like 
a man would do that. Well, yeah. I'm just going to say it because, you a know, man. you just live in a world where you can do whatever the fuck you want and everyone's just like, oh, no, it's fine. So oh. you think it's perfectly acceptable to cut your toenails yeah. in a public space. I had a man spreader next to me in one of my flights and mm-hmm. I like whispered to City, I'm like, we got a man spreader over here. She's like, oh, you can tuck in with me. And I was like, no, no. I'm going to own this. And so we touched legs that entire time. <laughs> and like where that where that um, arm rest was, I yeah. made sure that my knee went, like he couldn't push past my boundary. And yeah, I didn't good. care that I was touching him. And I had ownership of that armrest because yeah. I was like, fuck you. I'm in the middle. I don't like you. No. Fuck I was you. like, how dare you manspread? You don't need to manspread. I know you it don't. Is, it is a made up concept that they need to they do They don't it. need they to don't. manspread. It's just comfy. If a drag queen can tuck <laughs> in the way that they tuck, you don't need to manspread. I know that there's a cavity for your balls. <laughs> don't you dare manspread. With the right tape, we could solve all of your problems. <laughs> exactly. You must you must tuck before you board. <laughs> uh, a, man, <laughs> a man once hit me repeatedly on the head after I reclined my seat. <laughs> Like you're not allowed to recline your own seat. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. I'm just imagining. <laughs> That's quite funny. But I, I've been seeing the debate about this online and then finally someone said, like, why are we debating whether or not someone should be able to recline their seat when we should really be debating the fact that aeroplanes are fucking us over and not giving us enough space? No. They're winning. We're losing. We yes. need to fight the bigger battle we and should. fight the airplanes. But it's because they're trying to pack more people in for yeah. more money. But if I recline my seat, you just recline yours. Yeah. You still have the same amount of space. And then realistically, the person at the very end f- sucks to suck. Oh, yeah, I'm with sorry. the wall behind them. Yeah, <laughs> sucks to suck. Sucks to but, yeah. I mean, how much are you really reclining anyway? You press the button. It's just it's like not, tiny. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. There's nothing happening there. But that's really no. funny. He's just like tap, 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 tap. <laughs> ah, like, how dare you? That's the beginning of the flight. Like that's an awkward, awkward rest of the flight with that person. <laughs> um, last one. You ready? I'm ready. It better be good. I don't know if it's to that come out good. with a bang. I'm embarrassed that if it's not good, you well, better just I pretend like laugh. it really is, because that would be a really <laughs> awkward way to end this episode. I got stopped at security because of my sex toys. Oh no, that's. <laughs> what do they say? What sex toys they are? No, they didn't. I wish they did, but okay. I, there's, it's plural. <laughs> don't put that in your hand, your hand luggage. Put that in your like your, your suitcase. No, you got to put it in your suitcase. You got to take the batteries out. No, the, you know, like you can't run the risk of it. Just yeah, like because they always ask on. you if you have batteries. Yeah. No, my my fear was like because if you put it in luggage, it's fine. Yes, you can have batteries in it. But my fear was that like some baggage handler was gonna be like, well, this one's vibrating and I don't know why this one's vibrating. I think I took a double-ended dildo away with me last time, not this time. Oh, my God, I just remembered that I did. <laughs> no, but sometimes you go. Sometimes you got to do it. I, I, took, I took a vibrator overseas with me once and um, forgot that I left it in the bed because I used it. With- <laughs> you left it there! <laughs> I left it there and then I came back and my maid... And finished cleaning our room and like like in <laughs> Sex of the City and put it perfectly in the bedside table where there was a Bible as well. Oh, that's <laughs> nice of her to be discreet yeah. and put it away. I was like, thank you so much. My sister lost hers at an Airbnb. She left it there. <laughs> lost she, donated, it? she donated it to the Airbnb. <laughs> How do you lose it? As in she left it there after checking out. <laughs> How she do you forgot forget it. it? She forgot How it. How do you forget it? 
<laughs> Did it come up in the review section? I don't know. <laughs> they were just donating it to the Airbnb for the next. Would you ever um, use a vibrator that someone else has used? God, no. Yeah, but, but the whole thing is that, like, I always see these sex toys online. It's like they're machine washable, so, you know, you can use them. You could share them. You can do whatever you want. It's like. With a partner, yeah. But then also, like, would you use sex toys that your partner had used with someone else? No. That's an interesting one. Well, because for me, when I broke up with my ex-girlfriend, I did have said double-ended dildo. <laughs> when I say double-ended dildo, it's like basically like a type of strap-on. But, um, yep, yep, yep. I got you. When we broke up, I still had them and I had them for ages. And I was like, what do I do with these? I'm not going to use these again with someone else. I know, they're very expensive though. And then like, so. how do you um, responsibly dispose of a silicon sex toy? <laughs> How do I recycle I this? did some research and I did it. There is a way. There's a service. I found I, it. A girl that I went to high school with was trying to sell her sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> this is when we were still in high school. And I remember me and my friends being like, what the fuck? Why are you trying to sell your sex toys? That's not something you sell. No, it's not. It was so strange. But there probably is a person who would buy it though. Oh, like, someone bought expensive. them. Someone bought them. So the one girl in our year was selling them. Another girl in our year bought them from that girl. Everyone knew. You got to do what you got to do, especially I, in a small country town. You got to do what you got to do. I must say, this same girl that um, was selling them also openly would talk about the fact that she would read um, Harry Potter, like uh, what's that fan fiction? Yeah, like where they like make up relationships, but she would read the ones with Hermione and Snape. <laughs> <laughs> so niche. <laughs> so we're like, two. you know, we're talking about an interesting interesting <laughs> person she making porn now or what i have no idea what she's doing but i would be so to interested know. to know what she's doing that was a real roundabout episode i really liked it oh well you know that's all i have for you back after a month we're a bit rusty yeah. um but that's all i have for you grace if you would like to contribute to that segment you can follow me on instagram the link is in the show notes because that's what i've called that's what i found out that it's called it's not called a bio it's a show notes so the link is in the show notes you can Mm. follow me i'll occasionally put out a call out which you can respond to and we will read out your funniest answers we love to hear them and that's all i have for the episode so amazing next time see you next week bye bye